Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show experience where we talk about bazooka and all kinds of other stuffs. This is knowing is half the podcast. How How did bazooka become part of like the... The main thread well, of the show. This is his episode. His name so is this, in the title. Yeah, but the intro is... Are you making uh, episode-specific intros now? Is that what's happening? I'm trying to, if you'd let me. <laughs> I don't know that that's a good idea. The last time I gave you reins to uh, have some control over this thing, it just went... It did not go well. <laughs> it did not go well a little bit. Although, at least, you know, uh, I'm the one was the lone objector to saying the terrible things we've said on the show in <laughs> episodes past. Listen, you you accidentally say terrible things. Chan and I purposely say terrible things. That's how this breaks down. I don't know which one is worse, though. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know which one I would choose. So basically, what I just said was, you don't know any better. Yeah. Chan and I at least know better, so, but we don't care. Would you say, like, <laughs> I'm the bazooka of this podcast? Definitely. <laughs> no. Which one of us is Alpine? Because that means we have a responsibility to keep him from being an idiot and from killing himself. You guys, I, I don't want that responsibility. You guys can either. share oh, Alpine duties. No. <laughs> oh, oh, but I put my finger in my nose. Uh, that's would be podcast cat. There's another person. Podcast cat would be. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, my name is Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Belito. And we are breaking down. Uh, this is episode 34. If you're trying at home, uh, and I'm not trying. trying. At home? I'm not what trying. Are you trying here. to do at home, guys. I don't know anymore. Yee. We've been recording for like yeah, 10 if you're trying hours. To, if you're hoping to achieve climax, this is episode <laughs> 34. You got one more to go. <laughs> I don't know what's special about 35, but it seems like... I feel like yeah, we climax we, in this we've episode. We've given you long enough. If you're at 35 <laughs> episodes and you haven't climaxed from our from our dulcet tones yet. <laughs> that just means that when it happens, it's going to feel great. The <laughs> yeah. buildup will be spectacular. That's, that's true. Or it's going to blow his dick off. <laughs> Oh, you assume it's a you assume it's a dude trying to climb. Out? Listen to my voice. Listen to my voice. Who's I mean, getting wet from this voice? Nobody. <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes, isn't it, guys? As opposed to one of the other. I feel like it's just been getting bluer and bluer. Normally, normally it takes us away a while getting into the episode, easing it in to go straight blue oh, and go off the rails. Jesus. Here we just started with the train right off the track. <laughs> episode sixty nine is going to be the worst. Oh, it's just going to be nonstop. Awfulness. Uh, well, the name of this episode is Bazooka Saw a Sea Serpent. By by Mary Scaries? No, <laughs> by Mary Screenies. Who's, who's Mary Screeny? I, I don't know. Mary yes. Screenies is a, uh, um, a comic book writer. Oh, uh, excellent. Uh, so that's how she was writing for Marvel. And oh, then, that's that why actually she... puts this episode into a lot more context for me. Oh. Really? Yeah, because it did. It had that like, oh, everything is crazy. Any, everything is crazy. Like anything can happen. There was no real like military side to this episode. It was a very typical. Here's this sort of foe. She used to write for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Howard the Duck. Oh, oh that makes sense now. yes. Mm-hmm. 
because yeah, this ser- this is a weird episode where we kind of just it's only loosely tethered to reality. Just things just sort of happen. I have so many questions about this. Episode. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> this is you people. This is far from the most egregious offenses against reality. I, I, I we've agree, seen the show. but it was the one that left me staring open mouthed at my screen <laughs> and just writing, "What the fuck?" All right. A well, lot. the episode opens with a, a cutter, Alpine and Bazooka. All right, what? right what? off the bat, I wrote, "Who the hell is Cutter?" Cutter, he's the guy who came with the whale. He's from Boston. He wears the Boston hat, and he's the he's the operator of the whale, which is the giant um, um, hovercraft. So you we've left seen out the... him before. Yeah, totally yeah, seen him before. Briefly, yeah. Oh, uh, you left out the part where he manages emotions by uh, uh, taking a razor blade to the inside <laughs> of his uh, arms. Again, guys, just like last episode, cutting is bad. <laughs> don't do cutting. People don't listen to the uh, the Know Your Joes. I think they only listen to the Know Your Joes. <laughs> Possibly. Okay, well, like, then, they can then... only deal with us in half hour chunks instead of hour long. Chunks. I know I can barely deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> in more than a half hour. We, yeah, we need to break this up into like 10-minute segments that we spread out <laughs> oh over the week. Grid. That like would be the worst basis. thing ever. <laughs> um, so they're going to Pine Tree Cove, sure, which is apparently a thing. And uh, they decide to go fishing. Bazooka is there with a, a roll of twine. Yeah. And somehow getting results from getting a fast-moving hovercraft. Teeny but, tiny fishies. But... Alpine is so mean. <laughs> Alpine one not helping. Like, why is he so? Alpine. Has he always been this mean to no, Bazooka? No, no. Oh yeah, yes. it actively made me. I I can't remember if I said this before. It actively made me uncomfortable because I feel like Bazooka is is mentally challenged. He is, mm-hmm. and this was like a bully being like, "Hey, nice tiny fish, there, idiot." Gina, have you read of Mice and Men? It is exactly that. Do you know what the alternative <laughs> oh, is? This actually makes sense. If he doesn't like vent <laughs> in a way that Bazooka do- Bazooka doesn't realize okay. he's being made fun of. Wait now, if 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 GI Joe does not end with Bazooka getting shot in the back of the head, <laughs> think about the rabbits with Alpine <laughs> by Alpine. I'm going to be very disappointed. But Alpine cares about Bazooka. It's just I don't think anybody else would hang out with Bazooka. I think Alpine feels smarter being around Bazooka yeah. and therefore has this like superiority thing. He he he's goading it over him, but it's with love. Right. Question mark. I mean, yeah. nobody's. Yeah, nobody would hang out with him otherwise. I mean, he ate a lot of his. He ate a lot of those fish. He ate four fish. He ate four is... fish and then said it tasted like shit. Yeah, and no, he said there were a lot of bones. Well, he he, he of was bones. bitching about he it. He doesn't all. trust. A he fish. also said you don't need a fire. You don't need a fire to you need a match. You need a match to mm-hmm. cook those fish. But then he did the proper thing. He burped after eating the fish and said, uh, 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 "Don't don't take that the wrong way. What is this turkey?" Mm-hmm. Which you know, I didn't I, realize that was a Turkish custom. I don't understand what that what that uh, line was. You know how people say uh, when some sometimes when somebody burps, is like, "Well, some cultures consider that uh, a uh, a compliment." Right, uh, I believe Japan is one of those. That's Japan a, is what I pretty, know about. That's a pretty deep cut for a kid's cartoon. Hey, can we get a uh, quick read on this? Uh, <laughs> is burping considered a, um, a compliment in Turkey? Not as far as I know. Ooh. I was thinking... Judges say no. You guys Ooh. went to Turkey, the place. I was thinking he meant like... Turkey the bird? Yeah, like he was what? like, don't, like don't turkeys take this the wrong way. It's not turkey. Like I was thinking he was, he was saying like, ugh, what? I mean... He's just a big fan of Thanksgiving. There were so many bones in it. (laughs) We do know for a fact that they... They have turkeys way more often than they should. Pretty much every day. Yeah. Roast there's, a re- yes. there's a turkey in almost every episode, so maybe this yeah. was the this was the. It's like you know what? it's like how on Seinfeld, there's always one Superman reference yes. somewhere in this in this. Scene. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, in, in either in the background, there's like a Superman magnet, or they make a, a verbal reference to Superman. If you go okay. back and watch it, it's a you whole know, new. I world. wasn't on board until just now. Now I, I see where the turkey reference is coming. I assume the country. <laughs> But um, uh, so they finish up eating, uh, and Cutter's going to fix the hovercraft because that was yep. the issue why they stopped. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you have a sound poll on this for me? It was just a uh, bazooka wants Alpine's attention, and it's just so sweet. Oh, it's a very mom. Hey, mom. Yeah, mom, <laughs> mom moment. Alpine, fireflies. <laughs> Alpine, fireflies. He's just so sweet and innocent. I love him. I love. I want to just hug him in that moment is, and be like, "It's going to be okay, Bazooka." Is absolutely going to snap a woman's neck. Accident. He carries around high explosives, Ray. Yes. Why would you let that person do that? Look, I'm not the one who put him in that job. I just want to be his friend and let him know that everything will be fine. I want to reassure Bazooka. Because I know his life is going to end tragically. This is like, this is like after Jack Nicholson has had the lobotomy in. Uh, yep, yep. One in, flew over the cuckoo's in nest. One flew over the cuckoo's mm-hmm. nest. 
Chan and I want to smother him with the pillow. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. You want to take care of him. I want to take care of him. I guess I'm learning a lot about us right now. I want to Another thing that Native Americans do is they murder white people. <laughs> that's uh that's a little lesson that we learned back last episode. Uh, as we please, all recall, please, correct. You have no idea why we're bringing yeah. up the racism right now. As we remember, Ray hates Native Americans. Oh my god, that is not. <laughs> wants, the, wants them all dead. I was agreeing I don't with you, Chan. I don't know I don't what. Oh my goodness. Why? Go back and get that in context, or or don't. Please, probably not. not <laughs> just take my word for it. Just, I just take my word for it. I just appreciate that anytime a uh, bazooka sees an animal of some kind, he needs to tell Alpine because in the previous uh, 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 where the reptiles roam, gosh, Alpine cows. And I now would, we have, I would now do we have fireflies. I would I do do this and I would do this. <laughs> Anytime there is an animal, I'm excited. Well, speaking of animals, yeah. he sees a giant sea serpent. A trouble bubble flies through the air. He's like, hey, sea serpent. Whoosh, whoosh, eaten. Eats it. Eats mm-hmm. it. And he's like, hey guys, um, I just saw a trouble <laughs> bubble and I saw a sea serpent. And it ate a trouble bubble, and that's really weird. And they're just like, oh, poor dumb bazooka. The fact that he's not more freaked out by this is very weird. I want to say that in his life, this probably happens all the time. Or maybe he can't He can't grasp it. Like, it's like if a little kid, like when I was a little kid, I was convinced I heard Santa on my roof. I absolutely. And I was like, yeah, that. that's yeah. definitely a thing that happens. Yes. So he probably thinks like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that happens in oceans. Well, you know, I always have a feeling all the time. Yeah, he's turning to Alpine, being like, "Hey, Alpine, I saw Bigfoot." <laughs> like, sure, sure, you did, sure, and he probably did in hindsight. Like every single, every yeah. scene, the Loch Ness monster, mm-hmm. Bigfoot, this uh, is the I chupacabra. Mean, this is the them thing: all. is that yeah, children uh, traditionally in these sorts of stories are always the one that see the magical whatever, mm-hmm. and then you know the little elf goes like, gives him a wink, and then disappears. Yeah. And like I saw it. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true. So we, we cut now to Cobra Commander and all of Cobra Command right here. Uh, Braxton was a fool. So we learned a doctor's name is Braxton. Mm-hmm. Right. Who uh, uh, I hope to God his first name is Tony. I was thinking I the exact it. same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so we. Uh, Gina, th- can you. Do you got anything? Uh, I'm racking my brain right now. Oh, oh boy. Okay, hold on. I'm racking I got this. my brain I got for the this. hits. Um, uh, Tony Braxton's songs. I'm trying to. Did um, she do Killing Me Softly? No. no. Racist. Unbreak My Heart. Oh, right, right. Say I associate those songs. Again. Whatever. Undo this hurt you caused when you walked through the door and walked out of my life. Unbreak my heart. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm assuming you've all turned out by now. Ray, you know you have these all on a CD in your car for long car rides. Thankfully, my CD player broke. <laughs> the second song listed here is He Wasn't Man Enough, and I have no I idea have what no that idea song what is. I have no idea what that is. That song Chan wasn't Chan and Gina enough. sing the hits all, on, every <laughs> car, on every car ride oh Ray God. takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> Not <laughs> if I can help you know it. We've been talking about sh- uh, the shit we can sell. Let's just do an album of covers. A karaoke CD covers? Uh, yeah, just uh, Footloose and Unbreak My Heart. and. Uh, Why can't I uh, need more Tony Braxton songs? Uh, uh, breathe Again. Oh, yeah. That I shall never breathe breathe again. Breathe again. Breathe breathe again. again. <laughs> <laughs> and I've All right. <laughs> so to fill in some backstory on this episode... Tony Braxton. Wait, do you mean do you mean to fill in some Brax story? Whoa, whoa, God, game damn changer! It. That was amazing. God that was damn it. I, Guys, thank you. I've been Gina uh, and if, I immediately take out a gun and blow my. Head you know what, if you want to go to Facebook.com, I have started a group called the LA Underground Pun Network. Oh, and I'm so terrible at it. So this I'm, was like the first thing that I felt a, proud of. Hey, I'm adding you. <laughs> Uh, B, uh, go ahead and add. Go ahead and add yourself, and I'll uh, I'll let you into the group, and you can see some of the uh, wi- the word <laughs> wizardry that goes on. It is the worst group. It is of <laughs> the best thing in your life. Right, it's now. making me switch my, to MySpace. That's how bad that pun group is. Uh, so the. So the backstory is Dr. Braxton somehow created the sea serpent. Cobra Commander came in and took it over and yep. made it evil. Yep. He, he created it. He created it using his. His engineering skills? Yeah, I got a lot of questions about this Dr. Braxton. So, uh, so many questions, and also why this is, was a project of his. Yeah, why would you create a giant mechanical sea serpent that eats things in the first biomechanical. place? Biomechanical. Excuse me, despite the fact no bio anything of any kind, it's oh, biomechanical. I, don't, I yep. don't understand what's happening with yep, this yep. thing. No, I get why he's doing it. I don't understand <laughs> you do? why. You do? Yeah, why? 
Chan, doing? explain oh, then, please. Chan, you go I mean, to Chan's bathroom and he's got a, a half-made <laughs> sea serpent in his bathtub. I'm sorry, you gr- you grow up and you uh, uh, you look at enough HRG gear uh, uh, posters and like your brain something something happens. But he he makes it clear like he was doing it for for yeah, good reason for noble, not, not sure. an evil, not an evil sea serpent. Dude, a robot, a living robot, essentially is what he's trying to create. How could you take my living robot that eats boats and, <laughs> and shits people into- and electrocutes them? to force them to work on making and eating more boats. See, How could you turn that evil, dick? Uh, we what? don't know where he started before Cobra Commander came in and said, okay, you got to do true. this. That's true. Um, okay, fair enough. Was, uh, well, either way, the twins are very unimpressed. Uh, the Crimson Twins are not having also, any of this. Also, one of the twins apparently is Kermit the Frog. <laughs> we remain unimpressed. Unimpressed. <laughs> unimpressed. <laughs> Maybe it's that twinsy language that they learn uh, uh-huh. in the womb. I will say a uh, terrible, terrible engineering decision to control your giant mechanical, biomechanical uh, devouring machine with a remote control that has two buttons. Two yeah. buttons everywhere. Right That's always what they devour have. On, Any, anything off. that Cobra is in charge of is always mm, run mm. by no. that. You can tell because Destro makes that big old He's thing, got a big control bank. panel oh, with an easy right. backdoor entry. This That's dude true. is like... All of those buttons are pointless. I just need an on and off switch. Eat stuff, don't the, eat one stuff. One of the buttons says devour. Well, the devour is if it's, yeah. if it's, it's flashing, it means it's on. Yeah. Devour off. Do I want it to devour? Yes, please. <laughs> I mean, no, no control beyond there. No joystick. Like, you know, mm-hmm. even the big thing. Wait, with the, why the heat would a joystick ring. help? Because you could move it. You could control it oh, to it. a certain got degree, it. I would think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no. Instead, it's just. Is now, it's on auto aim. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you were playing Goldeneye, this would be some bullshit. <laughs> uh, because, like, yeah, you don't just let the, the thing run loose. You have to, you know, if you want to get your headshot or to, uh, you know, uh, devour a uh, boat or something like that, you've got to aim it properly. If I take it at sure. face value, Dr. Braxton's created the most advanced AI, even not so much seen in the year 2016 today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it recognizes uh, motion. I mean, it knows, like, oh, there's a thing I can eat. But it also knows if it's if it's damaged, it can go like underwater and like hide. And I mean, it knows tactics. Uh-huh. Like it's uh, picking its targets. It's sort of going under the boat and then caught the boat without being seen. Yeah. Whereas sure. the trouble bubble went up in the air to snag it out and, and he, then pull itself back down. Well, that again. was that was specific. That was a specific order. Go, go up and put well, the apparently thing in. it wasn't. He just pressed the devour button when it was in the neighborhood. Okay, maybe there were other buttons available. No, just the two here, as I can tell. <laughs> This is one of the many questions I have about this episode. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> um, so the, the Joes finish their camping trip, and they see a wrecked boat. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Poor Jimmy. Poor Bucky, the dog. I was yeah. not pleased with this. Oh, please. You knew Bucky I was knew coming back. I knew he was going to be okay. Come on, Gina. I was a little disappointed that the boy and his family were not more upset by this. I mean, you don't want to freak out the kids. You just want to sort of lay it out there. Dog's gone. Oh no! If he was like, "Oh god, my dog is gone. Oh god, what do I do?" That's more true to life. Uh, I feel like Gina, you know, Gina, Gina. Dog's gone, kid. We giant never- biomechanical <laughs> sea serpent. I just wanted their parents to be like, "We never had a dog." What is this notion of a dog you have, Jimmy? I would also like well, that, that dog. Like, <laughs> yes, the him. dog physically is fine, but it must have been super scared when it slid down that well, gullet. But you have to jump sure. off the hovercraft later on when she gets devoured. How, the dog just knew to just jump to no, the platform. I think or? it got. I think it, it got out of that weird uh, um, uh, treasure room because. You know. <laughs> So, the, we'll the, get to the, the treasure room. Scrooge McDuck treasure but, uh, room. But yeah. also, I found it weird here because they mentioned going to the USS Flag, and little Jimmy knows the code names of every single uh, Joe. Yes. Wasn't that the whole premise of the last two episodes yeah. of these people have secret identities? No, no. They know the code names. But are they all the like, but, like, you know Superman, but you don't know Clark Kent. I, I guess, but it's just, you know, their faces are apparently are well-known and recognizable. Yeah. They can be figured out who they are. Yeah, I, like, uh, like I have a, I have a, several questions because this comes up later when the reporter knows yes. all the names of the, like, all the all the code names of the Joes, mm-hmm. but he just sees them from a distance. Yes. And, and I've been watching this show for 34 episodes and I don't know their names yet. <laughs> he has a very, he has a tiny little pocket. Uh, uh, yeah, guy. a poster. A poster in miniature. <laughs> oh my gracious. So then we Get the, the, the very scary story of the, the sea monster going under the boat uh-huh. and biting the engine and then mm. Bucky flying away and uh. disappearing and then the people yeah. hanging on the edge to which Bazooka has the most uh, uh, um, emotional 
uh, the most uh, empathetic response ever told is, Chan, if you have a sound grab, please. I guess it got Bucky, too. Oh, tough. All right. I mean, that's emotion right there. <laughs> that is. I mean, he's the only one who acknowledges it. Like, the other Joes are like, moving on. Uh, are we going to talk about the fact that Duke puts his hand on the little kid's shoulder and oh. leaves it there for an uncomfortable <laughs> time. Oh, oh I, I've got that right here. I didn't notice that, but I did write, don't trust Bazooka with that kid. <laughs> yeah. When he's like, Bazooka, put this kid to bed. And yeah, like but, the next what? thing you're going to come is like, he's going to have his entrails well, as, as a necklace. <laughs> and he's going to be like, pretty necklace. Well, we see the kid walking around. We see the kid standing around and talking to them. So when he says, we need to take you to Duke, why does Bazooka pick him up and cradle him in his mm. arms and walk him into the room and sit him in a chair? Yeah. This is what I'm creepy. saying. He That's is so weird. Snap, he is going to accidentally snap him in half, and Alpine is going to have to shoot him in the back of the head. But, yep. You're right. Duke comes in. They have that whole conversation with his hand on his shoulder really uncomfortably. Oh, look into my eyes. <laughs> Tell me what you saw. At some point, you think his parents would be like, hey, can you, um, can you stop, stop, stop touching <laughs> her? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, man. Slower. I know who's going to be on the fuck, Mary kill list of next <laughs> oh, episode. Oh, no. Sea serpent, dog, little kid. <laughs> Somehow better. But then he says, Duke's like, Duke finally releases his shoulder and he says, okay, put the kid to bed. And Bazooka just picks him up out of the chair yeah. and walks off. The kid can walk. Mm-hmm. He's not in a wheelchair. Nope. He, he's per his legs work. We proved it in the previous scene. Bazooka, you don't have to carry the small child around <laughs> like it is the rabbit mm-hmm. from Of Mice and Men or the mouse he keeps in his pocket. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing. And then, uh, okay, so we get to the where, where the Cobra plan comes in. The twins water ski to all the uh, the corporate boat people. Yeah, by the way, I was very upset they didn't applaud at the end of that. It was a wonderful gimmick. Here's the point at which I wrote, why are acrobatics evil? Oh. Oh, oh wow. No, but here's the thing. I feel uh, like doesn't Lady J occasionally do stuff with her staff? Everyone does acrobatics in G.I. Joe, don't they? Everybody does handsprings, yes. Okay. But only Tomax and Zaymot do water skiing. Uh, they do like some... The uh, pole like thing off the side of the building. Right. The pole thing. You're right. The trapeze shit. Like they grab a trapeze that's hanging off a Cobra Rattler. Mm. The fuck? Somebody had to install that specially. Yeah. <laughs> that was, it wasn't a ladder. It I, was a fucking trapeze thing. Yes, it was. I assume it's because uh, uh, acrobats killed uh, the entire writing staff of G.I. Joe's mothers. Oh, my God, guys. This was written by uh, Robin's parents from the Batman <laughs> universe. Yeah, except oh. except that would be reversed. Oh, wait. Yeah, because their parents. Because they right. were trapeze artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should probably talk to uh, Buzz about this specifically. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Well, I appreciated that they do this huge, like, elaborate routine with the water skis. Yes. Land in front of them. Don't bend the knees when they land. Like, no. that is, they, their yeah. legs must be shattered. Uh, yeah, when they're when they're older, they're going to have some, some problems. But I was like, <laughs> like, seriously, I don't care that the next words out of their mouth are evil. If someone did that in front of me while I was like enjoying a couple of canapes, I would be like, oh, <laughs> you oh know my what? God. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Clap. Nice. Yeah. I'm do it. Clap, mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. Do you know how much choreography probably went into that? Well, I appreciate that they didn't even really know why they were there in the first place. Like they do, they've had boats destroyed, oh, yeah, and then they're yeah. like, are those people water skiing? What's Okay, That's now they're I'm talking saying. to us. That's what I'm saying. Clap. You don't know who these people are, so clap. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that they cared about their entrance. Mm-hmm. They could have just shown up by an Uber. Yeah. But no. No, they they, they were elaborate for you. So they say pay up or more boats are getting... This is a cheap extortion racket, basically. At the hey, end of the day... Hold they, on. Yes. Um, I just realized, do they call Uber drivers Ubermensch? Is that a thing? Oh, God. Uh, I hope they don't. It just occurred to me that that seems like something that a, a corporate dude would accidentally do and not realize. Not realize that it's that's not good. Yeah, yeah. I want to look back. Like and maybe find they out. would be like, "Oh, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do this since one of our Uber drivers just killed a bunch of people. <laughs> we don't want to associate it with." Uh... Walmart had those posters for a while that said, uh, "Work will make you free," which is Arbeit macht free, which is the Nazi <laughs> slogan from World War II, and they had to take those off their uh, and stop selling those at Walmart because they did exactly the thing you're talking about. Wow, nice, nice. Just put it out there. Uh, but yeah, it's a simple extortion racket. They're literally they've got the the technology of the the, the sea serpent, yeah. and all of the above, and all they're doing is just shaking down a couple of boat lanes. And here's here's what I want to say about this: that robot monster. Yes. 
cost billions of dollars. Oh my gosh! Can yes. we all agree that bunch of money, bunch of money? It takes missiles to the face and doesn't give a shit. It does have a belly full of gold, however. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's another uh, question that, that's for uh, coming up. Yes. Wh- who, what are these people shipping? Yes. Why, are they are they exclusively <laughs> shipping to Scrooge and, McDuck? And how is it possible that if there's th- if there's a smog pile of gold inside the belly of this thing that it was over budget? That the I, Crimson Twins didn't want him to get involved. I just don't understand. I mean, we'll get to this later, but what is the work they're doing with I'm, this fi- I can't figure that out either. Uh, I believe it is sorting, much like a recycler. Sorting. Uh, they're on a Scrooge McDuck pile. It's right. just all gold. Yeah. yeah, no, but they've sorted and out. pruning shears. They've sold out all, uh, uh, sorted out all the it's plastic, gold all the and paper, shears. Um, all of the non, you know, okay. all, all the ferrous uh-huh. metals. Well, we just want the gold. <laughs> well, let's get to Gina's highlight here because they show up at Shipwreck's Island. And Shipwreck got himself a lady slave. He got wow. a lady slave. He's Ooh. drinking a coconut. She's That's fanning some, him with a leaf. She's fanning him with a leaf. He's in a hammock. Uh, yeah, I was right like, there. oh, and, he took this poor island girl mm-hmm. and was like you're my slave now mm-hmm. <laughs> we're married now till the end of the day <laughs> well I, I, the big thing is Mr. white man well quick kick and lady j are taking the sky striker plane to the island and they're like just land and i'm like where where are you landing this is just an, uh, a trees uh, of trees that's, and they, that's your problem with this well the airplane stops like two feet away from shipwreck like well it's a good thing you didn't bounce once on the landing ray sky strikers land on beaches all the time this oh this is, is a, a normal thing this, yeah. i want to like what is shipwreck even doing there? This has a very like end of Shawshank Redemption feel to it. <laughs> Doctor's where orders. He's like, where he's Doctor's like, when orders. I when I when I retire from the Joes, come meet me. Do you remember the name of the place I told you to come meet me? <laughs> well, I assume that he's just on shore leave, yeah, uh, and that he's just like on vacation of some kind. Yeah. It's possible that uh, he was suspended for disciplinary measures, <laughs> and this is like a forced suspension oh, kind of vacation. Oh, so this is like he was in the comedy community, and oh, and they didn't like how he was every every time he got around a woman he sexually harassed them, he sexually they? harasses so they every woman him on vacation while they made their decision that's mm-hmm. right well his team is a coming up for uh <laughs> coming up for uh re-upping again so <laughs> it's getting too Inside real up in here. baseball by the way uh catch gina on the episode of full frontal <laughs> with samantha b i believe it's episode three yeah fantastic show you should be watching it already but actually her voice comes up uh she did an npr interview <laughs> and, and she didn't even know she was on the episode no, no idea uh <laughs> Oh, uh, my, my lady friend and I were watching the show and all of a sudden we both screamed like, ah, 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 and we, we paused it and immediately I texted Gina and, uh, uh, um, me and too. there was a post made on Facebook. So and and I was funnily enough, I was having a, a meeting with two women who were, we were discussing this in the community and I said, oh crap. Uh, apparently I'm on some show. Oh, geez. Oh, I'm a well, celebrity. Guys, oh, now don't the, you like, don't you, aren't you glad that you're talking to me right now? <laughs> now the problem is real. <laughs> So, getting back to the show, uh, Cobra's uh, Cobra Commander's hanging out on a yacht just off the coast of this exact island where Shipwreck's hanging out. With a pirate flag. Why is there a pirate flag? If he's trying to be incognito... Oh, I missed that. He says, oh, I'm not going to put a Cobra flag up. That would be too conspicuous. Let's put an old-school Jolly Roger... (laughs) ...on the boat. Because clearly anyone who sees them will think that they're a dinner theater company. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, that seems fun. Maybe oh, I should do that for my second anniversary. It's like fancy pirate dinner. Yeah, exactly. I love fancy pirate exactly. dinner. That's what that's he's he's planning ahead. Or they're like, oh, that must be that Napster kid. He's <laughs> like stealing music. But, like, I would day. think that if you have a sea serpent that's eating boats that you could only sort of control, uh-huh. being on a boat where mm-hmm. that sea serpent is is already on the list of worst ideas you could possibly mm-hmm. have. Bad. Yep, yep. Probably. I mean, am I wrong here? Well, here's the thing. Uh, as we can see later, clearly. He has exercised poor judgment yes. all the way around. <laughs> so much shocking. so that Baroness, Destro, Tomax, and Zayma were all like, want to help him? No. Nope. Fuck no. No, I got a lot of thoughts on that scene later. <laughs> well, so the short version is there's a fight on the boat because, of course, there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cobra soldier gets his pistol hit. The controller's damaged, so now mm. it can't turn off. Because there's a fight because the Joes are on the boat. The Joes have infiltrated the boat because yes. they see Cobra Commander in one of the windows on the pirate yacht. The only boat, it's not like it was hiding around a bunch of <laughs> other boats. It's the only boat in the cove. And then, of course, the sea monster, who's right there, eats the fucking boat uh-huh. yep. as he's going to do. Mm-hmm. When that happens, she, she it's a she, lady boat. What? what no, the a, sea monster is a, all is boats a are she. ladies. B, that's a true. Point. She is definitely the sea, sea serpent. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he, I. Okay. Uh, the doctor, uh, d- uh, d- uh, Tony Braxton, mentions it many times. Okay, yeah, yeah. She. Well, here's and the then deal. Tony Braxton that. tells uh, tells Lady J to jump, 
And then he's like, nah, you'll be fine. And I was like, why did you just make her jump? Because that seemed a lot more dangerous well, than just being yeah. swallowed. Well, first off, Dr. Braxton is Steven Spielberg from the E.T. days. <laughs> unless I'm hideously mistaken well, here. Which he's got some, he's rocking some short shorts. Purple Ooh, short shorts nice with shorts. knee-high socks <laughs> and purple <laughs> shoes. He's everyone's like weird uncle at a barbecue. <laughs> we don't talk to Uncle Braxton. <laughs> we just don't talk to him. Uh, yeah, he says all will be fine. Apparently, except for the one Cobra soldier who's eaten by tentacles. Yeah, what? Like, <laughs> what happened to that guy? It's an amazing moment. Well, do you want to? Here's the thing. Yes, uh, because later on in the episode, we see those tentacles just basically just spit out the top. Yes, they. Hopefully, do. that's what happened. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, then it seems like that <laughs> so, would be the safe choice to pick. Actually, well, that's the not if you're way at the get out bottom of the-, of the ocean when it happens with no way to. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way to die immediately. So you're saying the- that that cobra soldier is floating dead assume, on the bottom of the ocean. I'm going to put this on the board. Eaten that's by fish. That's a confirmed kill. Yeah, the bends are real. <laughs> Depends. Uh, we'll come up in a future episode of GI Joe as well. Ooh, how about that? Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, so Steven Spielberg says I'll be fine. I love the fact that they're a quick kick. Cobra commander and two Cobra soldiers are stuck in tubes. Yeah, and the voice says, "Will you work?" First mm-hmm. Cobra soldier, yes, absolutely. Yep, you're good. Second Cobra soldier is about to say something. Cobra commander says, "Say no." I want to see what happens. This is great. <laughs> Let's go ahead and say no. Yeah, I, I I like that the. I mean, I hate that the Cobra soldier wasn't like you say no, bitch. <laughs> no, because he's the boss. You can't say no. to I the boss. I would say no to him in this situation. But Cobra commander. Every single part of this episode is putting himself in front of everyone else and i love him for it yeah that's 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 <laughs> odd point that's what he's doing exactly he actually gets a shit together for that uh, as the baron has said in the previous episode who would you never want to see harm yeah, come to me me <laughs> and this is where we find out that the scientist was already working on this thing yes because he has an engineering degree mm-hmm. so i have it's his engineering I, and, masterpiece and that's and that's i had tons of questions about that <laughs> which we've already sort of covered, but also like, what was his ultimate plan with this thing? This is the part I can't figure out. In what? theory, it was noble purposes. Wife. But, <laughs> but Sexy sea serpent wife. <laughs> but uh, now that's, is... That's the most plausible. Where did the fucking gold come from? Like, it's all it's a I'm room full of gold. It ate, it ate shipping boats that were shipping gold. Shipping gold? One, is that a thing that happens? Two, uh, scooting along the bottom of the sea, picking up shipwrecks. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Oh. Uh, taking it into Bullion. Yeah. It may have begun as a uh, as a treasure a reclamation like thing. Yeah, I just wrote. I just wrote. How was this a good plan? On on, <laughs> on whose part? On everyone's part. It's, on, it's on, the worst. On, on Tony Braxton's part. On Cobra Commander's part for being like, oh, this is a good thing. Like because it's essentially just yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have this giant sea serpent mm-hmm. that I can like not really control mm-hmm. and hold uh, shipping ships for ransom, which makes mm-hmm. sense because like people can't conduct their business if if shipping channels are threatened they're not even holding the ships for ransom though they're just they're just trying to yeah they're just destroying the ships and getting well, protection I think, money I think his original plan was like was eat a couple, <laughs> eat a couple go, of ships. To the, go to the guys who, who who have ships in these shipping lanes and say like hey you won't be able to ship your goods mm-hmm. unless you pay us this ransom but like it would have had the same effect if he had just sent a bunch of cobra soldiers to those ships yes and held them for ransom and just or just Blow them up with regular missiles. No, same reason why you build the Death Star. It's a symbol, <laughs> and people are terrified of it. All right, I mean, that's, that's a legit that's terrifying good, thing. That's it is. actually a good explanation. Also, can I say, um, as far as goals go, having a having a Scrooge sized pile of gold <laughs> is something that anybody would think is a reasonable. Uh, I put that under squad goals. Yeah. I also feel like uh, it's, it's somewhere Cobra Commander has a checklist of like in, <laughs> in, insane evil villain things. Mm-hmm. And on there is like are, are things like uh, uh, control all the world's money. Yep. Um, uh, a giant, giant sea serpent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Fair destroy enough. all ferrets. Yeah. Yeah. Like just there's just shit. a crazy, maybe a crazy, make people out of potato chips and bubble gum. Mm-hmm. For example, find <laughs> check, find, uh, <laughs> find King Arthur's sword Excalibur. Yeah. That's the next episode. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler I, I, alert. I think this world makes a lot more sense. If it's like if it's like his bucket list, I gotcha. And he just I love that and idea. Every night he just like adds a couple things to it. Like he's like, you know what? Uh, uh, make a land of chocolate. Send mm-hmm. people there as a prison. As a prison, yeah. tell them they're not allowed to eat the chocolate. I tell you <laughs> what. Um, of all of the people on the show, Cobra Commander is the one that actually 
uh, is the most fulfilled because he makes all of these things happen. It's true. Like he doesn't, he's got this goal, but it's not about the goal. It's about the journey. It's about getting there. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's, life is what happens at, while you're yeah. making other plans. He makes tons of plans, but he is yeah. also living a life. Well, I think going forward, we're gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep in mind that he has this crazy crazy list. And that's, it's, gonna, it's gonna help me. I love this idea. A lot, a um, lot it makes sense now to me. Yeah. But yeah. So to, just to unpack this room really quick, it's a giant room filled with gold and uh, pruning shears and paintings and random things. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. there's tentacles that will shock you if you stop working. Now, yep. what they're working on again? It's they've got the pile of gold room. Like I don't sorting. Sure. Is that what they say? Do they say sorting at any point? No, nope, they just no. say work, work, work. You're not just on work. coffee break. Just shove work, this work, work. pile of gold over here yeah, it, and then shove it back over here like, again. Clearly, they're just sort of like moving it around or digging their hands in it. I mean, a lot of it is busy work, sure. sure. It feels like what aliens would see if they look down on our planet and see people <laughs> at a job being like, and then he touches the buttons on the keyboard for a yeah. while. Yeah. I mean, and for then- heaven's sake. If you had to go down to the microscopic level and talk to all of the uh, bacteria that were in your gut that help you digest food, mm-hmm. what would you tell them? Would you be like, okay, I want you to take this chunk of broccoli and break it down to its component parts, give me the vitamins and put those. Or are you just going to say, work, work, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Work, work, work. Well, then. This isn't coffee break. But every two hours they get, as you just said, coffee break, which mm-hmm. they immediately like collapse Boom. into sleep. I feel bad for these people, man. Oh, that sounds real. great to me. I wish I could go to sleep that quickly. <laughs> I got to lay no, up two like, week, two hours every night with insomnia. That's how bad they're doing. They're they're malnourished. They're mm-hmm. exhausted. Sure. Yeah, they're not eating <laughs> at uh, all. This is some Ben Franklin shit, though. But it, but now was this Cobra? Oh, oh yeah, this or, is or the, Henry Ford? Uh, possibly. Somebody does like uh, uh, work two hours, sleep for fifteen minutes. Yeah, I know Kramer tried it on Seinfeld for a while. How'd that work out for him? <laughs> Uh, I, he ended up like sort of going crazy. Imagine not well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just uh, now was this the actual science of the actual sea serpent itself, or was this what Cobra implanted into it? Because it seems like the tentacles were part of the original design, uh, based on some of the things the scientist says later. I don't know what, like how, how, how is this? How <laughs> it's like an, an, an it's like a defense mechanism, but it's like, like white it, blood cells. So it's 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 self aware. Like how how does it? I don't again know. again. You're not going to shrink down, get in your little Fantastic Void ship, and then go out to a white blood cell and like, hey, uh, go get that germ over there and swallow him and bring him down as component. You're just like, work, 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 work. Yeah, but <laughs> You're like, not on coffee break. Hold on, hold on. All right. I'm not on coffee break. Work, work, work. Work, work, work. Oh, God. But like. Sounds like every boss I've ever had in middle management. <laughs> ever. Yeah. If you've got time to lean, you have time to clean. All right. This all checks out. This all checks out. <laughs> Well, so uh, we we cut over to a boat, a party boat, uh, mm-hmm. a yacht of some party kind boat. of people drinking yeah. and dancing and having a good time oh, yeah. to which cut to a live feed of the sea serpent about to eat the boat that the people on the boat are watching on television. Yeah. And suddenly there's a moment of, oh, fuck, that's my boat that I'm on right now. Shit, yeah. meta. It gets super meta. And and as you said before, the reporter knows every single G.I. Joe here. The report, like from far away. Like they are flying In their cockpits, yeah. Like he can't possibly see them. And he's like, we got uh, this guy. No, we got no, Action Wild Jackson Bill. over here. We <laughs> like, got Action S- Jackson. Susie McPhee. Obviously, you I don't know, know their names. There. I don't know why you'd give Gung Ho a helicopter, but hey. Apparently he knows how to fly. He knows every every Joe knows how to operate everything. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. cool part to me is like the the sea monster just like attacks the boat. Uh-huh. People in theory are just going to be dying here. The boat could be eaten, sunk on live television. Mm-hmm. It's a snuff film, basically. GI Joe attacks. He's announcing it like he's a sports guy. He intercepts the ball and he's running the other way. Here come the Joes and they're co- and then, so the the whole combat thing happens. He's like, this could be my last broadcast. They cut back to. Uh, uh, the anchor man in the studio and Chan if you have a poll here just his response to this incredible action scene where real people have just died and his res- his way to wrap it up is and there you have it <laughs> he does not give a shit there about any human it. lives whatsoever you want to yeah. talk about the sociopath of this episode <laughs> I'm going with Mort Krim right there the, 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 the intrepid mean, reporter good for him for keeping it professional though his name is Howard by the way oh excuse me his name is Howard yep. 
Not uh, Channel 4's Mort Krim from Detroit? Then we get to see <laughs> no. we get to see um um Wild Bill get his adrenaline shot for the week. <laughs> where he's like where heeah like, Yeah, this means I won't have to do tons of cocaine later. <laughs> like he's just happy as a clam as he's like he's like, I might die, who knows? All right, I'm riding it. <laughs> let's, let's do this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, and, and I just have marked here, um, yeah, science jerk, maybe you can explain this to me. Mm. Uh, apparently, the, the, the science of the giant sea serpent, it's a biomechanical self-repair unit, mm-hmm. so as it eats the ships, it gets bigger? Uh-huh. Can you explain to me how exactly that works? In no. the same way that you would take metal and put it into a forge, heat it up, melt it down, recast it into uh, uh, new parts, and then just extend uh, the parts you already got. So it gets longer or it gets mm-hmm. bigger? No, it gets longer uh, because, as we can see, um, when uh, Deep Six is flying around, all of a sudden the tail grows longer and oh. smacks him out. Oh, okay. Length, not girth. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some magic involved here at some point of the process, though. What are you talking about? G.I. Joe's 100% science. <laughs> you know what? I take it all back. We're going to New York Harbor, everybody. Well, hey. are we? Now we passed over. Oh, yes. Yeah, so what am I passing um, over? Just the, the, just the nice moment. With uh, Tomax, Zayma, you know what? I, I, that's my mistake. I, 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 why are they all eating fruit? There is a Fucking somebody put out a bowl of fruit, and they are correctly getting. Destro it on got me. a banana. Uh, uh, Baroness got an apple, and they got orange Tomax, juice. Zayma, orange juice. Boom! That's some delicious I, I, orange juice. I was like, what? I don't. Understand. It's a scene that needed props. If they're just sitting around the table, it's weird. If they have something to do with their hands, it becomes more of an affectation First of how they're of all, feeling. They don't feel like a fruit group to me. You don't think Destro's honking Dude. bananas all the time? I don't think. Dude. I want to know how is he eating that banana? Is he shoving it in his mask hole, or is, yes. he, is he? Does he lift it, bite, lip, put it down? I don't lift, think that mask bite. lifts. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. How it's is he? Because I wanted to. I didn't want them to cut away. I wanted to see him just trying to jam. If it there's a small hole, little... what are you gonna? What else are you gonna eat? Because a banana will just mash right no, through but the, the hole. hole is like this. Yeah, but I would right. think protein shakes with a straw would be the, yeah, the, the like soup the du hole jour. Is like this, so a banana is like this, and he's just gonna go. Clonk, clonk, Here's clonk, the thing. Clonk. I wish you guys at home could have just seen what Gina was doing with her hands there, because that was really, really something. That was space work taken to eleven. Boy, that is that is not a pleasant sight. <laughs> I just love that they are so laid back and laissez faire about this because they have that's, nothing on the line. Yeah. That's that's it, and like like him peeling the banana, like more. It's it's not even about the food. It's all about like, hmm, just peeling the banana, waiting for this shit to blow over. Everything like seriously, this is like a weird lost highway scene to me. <laughs> like it doesn't belong there. It's just like a weird. I'm just like, what is? Like literally, the next thing I I wrote. So first I wrote, why are they all eating fruit? And the next thing I wrote was, what the hell is happening? <laughs> well, they're just saying like, well, Cobra Commander might die. Yep. I don't know if I wrote Could that in, in response to the fruit scene or whatever happens after that. Well, there's a couple of exciting things that happen. Uh, they're trying to assemble the Joe team at the harbor to deal with the sea serpent, which is Im- immune to all forms of weapons. So I'm not really sure what they're going for. But uh, Thunder is stuck in traffic. They have like these giant helicarrier machines that can just drop the tanks wherever they want to. The one, in theory, based on the premise of this episode, uh, the mauler that Thunder's driving is the got the one gun that can take out this sea serpent. Mm-hmm. It's the one chance they have at success, and he's sitting in New York traffic. Bad planning. See, here's the thing. Uh, I feel like they're like, holy shit, there's a sea serpent. We got to get the mauler. Where, uh, uh, where's Thunder? Bring, bring. Yeah. Where the fuck are you, Thunder? What? It's my fucking day off. I'm drinking <laughs> brews down at O'Malley's. Like, take the goddamn mauler and get to the docks. What? Jesus Christ, man. I got to sober up first. <laughs> Shit. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. Give me an hour. Be there now. I, what? What? Do you just want me to drive this shit drunk down the streets? Yes. Uh, this is how this all is the you. Joes have have DUIs and several <laughs> dead bodies under their. Under, oh no! Like I have a like Dude. like he probably um, drove drunk with a girl to a bridge. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you don't think there's a girl in that mauler, you're wrong. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He is Ted Kennedy. He's That's why Ted the Ken- oh, he is That's... the Ted Kennedy of the Joes. I'm calling you out on this podcast, Ted Kennedy. This is why. <laughs> Take that. You Your free rides over. You don't ever see somebody. <laughs> Uh, all the way in their tank with the hatch closed. Uh-huh. Always, oh, see it's always waist level. Up. Yeah, because down right underneath there, there's Pantless? just a little little nook. 
A little uh, BJ Nook. Feels like a James Bond kind of invention. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love it. So uh, we get to maybe my favorite poll of the entire... I mean, we all know it's coming. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Duke is... I'll set it up, though. Duke is flying his Sky Striker. He's about to shoot a missile at the Sea Serpent, in theory blowing it up. And before we cut to commercial, he says... Okay, pal, let's wrap something hot down your throat. And that's a walk line. You got to pull the lights on that one. I want to know how how they got away with that. Let's ram something hot down your throat. I want to know how yep. standards and practices heard that line. Oh, mm. that is a full Buzz Dixon. He pulled that one a- a- away from them. They I, had no idea. I want to know how they were like, this seems fine. <laughs> yeah. Under no context, could you say that line and have it not be foul oh, and dirty yeah. and terrible? Oh, yeah. There is not. Like, like, I feel like the S&P guys uh, were like, hey, does this remind anyone of hot jizz down your throat? <laughs> uh, no, is guys, it just no. me? You guys, if the sea serpent had a sore throat, what would you recommend? I don't know, maybe hot tea with Thera honey flu. and lemon. Uh, chloroseptic. Yeah, you're not ramming hot it. Tea. You're not ramming hot tea down the throat. Uh, I guess the ramming you would does drink it. make it a little more violent than you would want for a constant Impressive. comment. Let's ram something hot down your throat, a.k.a. let's jam your throat with a hot, throbbing dick. <laughs> I believe like, that's I, what the Im- impl- implication is. I yes. bet like that was the first line, and then S and P was like, "Can you soften this a little bit?" And they <laughs> like, were like, "Like yeah. the initial line was Duke saying, like, I'm gonna fuck this thing with my missile.'" <laughs> yeah, like, like I, it's an old, it's an old trick to uh, 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 put in put in way worse stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that, mm-hmm. that so that the S and P people will then be like, "Oh, can you soften this?" And you'll be like, "Sure, can." And then you put in what you, you really wanted to put in. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happens. Uh, let's see. So uh, we, it's monster movie time, everybody. It's time for basically Godzilla to attack New York. That's what we're doing here. Mm. We almost got it with the germ. We sort of get it with this one. And this is where I first noticed the similarities between the sea serpent and the dog things from Ghostbusters. This is right. Now, me and Chan did not pick up on this at all. No. Nope. Uh, I actually felt more like uh, there's like an old 70s Japanese uh, like Ultraman style stuff. I feel like there was there was a giant robot that had like weird horns like that. If we can get all three of those pictures mm-hmm. side by side. I just feel like it was something off of like an Iron Maiden album cover or something. Like it just yeah. feels like it would be in the background breathing fire on somebody because mm-hmm. it totally does that. Like yeah. again, this scientist, what was the original plan with the sea serpent? It wasn't luxury cruises. <laughs> it is a very I, clear set yeah. of things it does. I, I would am, definitely pay for that. I would love I would love <laughs> to hear that cutscene where he's like, No, you see, I bought myself a little island. I was going to set up with the sea serpent and he was going to wait on me hand and foot. She was going to wait on me hand and foot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's like a plot point uh, uh with this scientist and who's also crazy, and he sounds just like Dr. Marx from the last episode. Like he is equally as crazy screaming strung out he seems like yeah pretty unconcerned about everything like he's like oh hee hee ha ha this is fun yes I feel like it's like he's a sociopath hear me out he's a sociopath who created no, 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 this please scene. Ray you don't have to sell us on any character in this show being a sociopath at any point in any episode <laughs> Yes. So he invented the sea serpent as an evil monstrosity meant to destroy ships and do exactly what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Cobra came in to kind of usurp his project, mm-hmm. at which point he can claim to the authorities, to G.I. Joe, because he doesn't want to go to prison. Now that the cat's out of the bag, he can be like, I created it, but not for evil. Yeah. And he could completely like try to like p- take the high ground with this terrible device because he's a mm-hmm. terrible person mm-hmm. and be like, you know, this uh, black plague thing I was about to get it, inject into people. People like I mean I was doing that for purely noble purposes, Research but then I got cancer. kidnapped and forced to inject it in a bunch of people, killing them. Mm. Crazy! I can't believe I came up with that in the first place. It was his plan the whole time. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. my theory. I'm okay right with here. that. Uh, so uh, they create an internal. D- oh, first off, the Mauler that we've been like the previous scene right. said that when the Mauler gets here, shit's about to get real. Mm. The Mauler gets there, it takes one shot at him, and the Sea Serpent gets mm. blows it the fuck up immediately right. with some very. Very slow eye beams. Yes. Enough that it was like, booze. And uh, Thunder has enough time, like, oh, there's some laser beams coming at me. I better <laughs> jump out, run away, get like halfway across the street, and then blow up. But not save the lady that's still inside. Oh, no, she's on her own. Second confirmed <laughs> kill in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knew the risk when she got on her knees. <laughs> she should have. Uh, they created an internal disruption. 
And uh, Bazooka and Alpine are now on a, a hovercraft, and they're trying to like go and get close. So Bazooka, because every giant cannon has barely dented this thing, Bazooka's small arms missile launcher, mm-hmm. that should be the one that takes him out. Let's get him in position. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I think Alpine was a little harsh here, because Bazooka says, are we going to shoot at it? And Alpine's response is... Uh, oh, oh, that one, because there were a couple of lines. Yes. There was the one that grab your pop gun and get ready. Yes. That was That was kind of a dick move. I like that one. That uh, made me laugh. But, uh, um... But he felt a little harsh here. Mm-hmm. It's headed for the dock. Gonna stop it? No, dumb, dumb. We're gonna ask it to dance. We're gonna ask it to dance. Damn. But then he immediately dot, dot, dots, and, and then says, no, yeah, we are gonna, gonna shoot at it. Stop it. Because he he knows that sometimes Bazooka takes things literally. Like Bazooka was really going to try to dance with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the moment. Yeah. I better correct myself before Bazooka before Bazooka really like blows that out. Um, is just a thing. Everybody's just so mean. Oh yeah, because we think Bazooka's dead now. Uh, and and just like the Cobra Quake episode, when Quick Quake thinks he's dead, he can't not insult him. Right. And Alpine right here. He's just so mean to him when he thinks he's dead. He's like insulting him. And like when Bazooka eventually kicks it, like I'm just afraid everybody's just going to be so mean about it. I feel like it's it's that thing you do where you're like, oh, you you big dumb idiot. Why? What's so what's you know, like you're like you're trying you're getting your grief out and your anger out all, all at the same time. I really feel like this isn't the first time he's done that. I feel like one time he fell off a cliff or some gorge or something. Probably. And Alpine did exactly the same thing. How many times has Bazooka been assumed All dead? of them. Yeah, I feel like he... Every time he's on. <laughs> Every time he's in an episode, he should be dead. <laughs> like, it's a miracle. He's surviving by dumb luck. He's got the Wolverine Deadpool power of regeneration that he just <laughs> cannot be killed. Uh, but then again, yeah, uh, like, like, uh, like a very, very uh, uh, jock-ish... Uh, Inspector Gadget, Jock Itch, Jock Jockish, oh, but also ish. Jock Itch. Uh, Inspector Gadget, he stumbles into the accidentally the right thing. Uh-huh. He he shoots the, right the sea eye. serpent, and the sea serpent is like, "What? Fuck that! I gotta bite that! Oh, I bit myself! Oh, I'm exploding!" Yeah, I, this I wrote. Oh, and also <laughs> just to clarify, because Bazooka needs this. Uh, it's a boat, not a hot dog. Yeah, that was a weird line. I do not understand. What that's <laughs> I, about. I didn't understand that either. But I all I know is I felt bad for the sea serpent when it died. <laughs> Dude, it's not dead. I mean, it, it, despite the fact that it is apparently biomechanical, it didn't actually die. It tries to self-repair, so it's self-aware enough that it goes underneath the water mm-hmm. and like goes to the bottom of the New York Harbor. And yeah, in, in, that, in that explosion that happens, Braxton gets himself injured. Mm-hmm. And Lady J oh my God. is heroically strong. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, can you walk? Nope, here you go. Whoop. <laughs> I was like, what the? First of all, she, she lifts that huge metal thing off she of him. Does. And I was like, oh, good for her. And then she just like grabs him with one arm and fire him and deadlifts him. Her. And like isn't even straining. Not nope. even a little bit. She is f- talking like a normal person. Her knees aren't bent. She is mm-hmm. striding. A, she's strong. B, he's a skinny motherfucker. Yes. Teeny tiny skinny. I don't. Uh, and, I don't... And, then, and then it gets all. Uh, um, uh, gets all uh, Fifty Shades of Grey on us. It does? It does? Uh-huh. Are we clear? How do we get to the Red Room? <laughs> oh, oh, The Red yep. Room of Pain. Oh, yep. wow. Yep, yep. Yeah. Got Yikes. It. Got it. Mm-hmm. And that's where Lady J would like to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, her and Flint get, oh. get freaky with it. Mm-hmm. After, after they appeared on that Games Master's Island, now she's like, I want to play with toys, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But... And uh, if Flint's not there, well, she'll take the scrawny little motherfucker. <laughs> she'll take him and, and do some hurt to him. <laughs> I just, like, she says she fireman him and him. I'm not even sure, like, that even does justice to it because she essentially grabs him with two arms mm. sort of puts him on her shoulder but mostly is just holding him out in front of her mm. as she's just scrambling down the hallway. Over one shoulder, I thought it was over two. one shoulder. Yeah, that's not yeah. fireman's carry. Oh. She's just got him slung over her shoulder. It, it just, like a sack of goddamn potatoes. <laughs> yeah, and she's just got the forearm strength of Hercules. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what's happening. She's right. She's not straining. She's not breaking stride. Yeah. She's just in a normal she's walk. She's breathing heavily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like going to start singing show no, tunes and doing she's a dance saving that for the red room. So they end up meeting up in the red room with uh, Cobra Commander and the Cobra Soldier, uh-huh. who Cobra Commander was nice enough to say, go first, please. Yep. Very yep. politely. Yeah. And uh, at Cobra, before beauty. Cobra Commander shoots the speaker telling him about he's going to work. Mm-hmm. And then a hentai movie breaks out all of a sudden. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
because tentacles appear from everywhere mm-hmm. and start pulling Lady J's legs. Yeah. And what's the only thing that can stop a hentai octopus creature, demon, whatever? Urutsuku Doji. Motherfucking hedge clippers. Oh, yeah. Pruning yeah. shears. Hedge Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. To which, uh, did, did you get the poll on this one? There's so much to pull up the episode. Quick mm-hmm. kick singing opera. I'm the barber of Seville. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. He knows, he knows what's up. Quick Kick must be super stoned this entire episode <laughs> because he he re- he has no fucks to give yeah. ever. Mm. Like even his response to the tentacles. We've seen the tentacle thing murder the Cobra soldier a- earlier, and then they cut to him like, "Will you work?" And he like busts out a movie line. Yep. That's like, I'm glad this machine understands. I didn't snark. know what that movie mm. line was actually. I'm not clear on it either, uh. but it just it feels like a quote from something, or is he just it's, being a weirdo? No, no, it's definitely if it's Quick Kick, it's definitely yeah. a movie. Yeah, quote. it's always a freaking movie line. Will I work? <laughs> Will I work? I'll work. You say? I, you know, I, I don't remember what it he was. He never actually oh, answers the question. Yeah. He found uh, a way. Oh, here we go. Will you work? Work. You bet your life, doll. Like you bet your life, doll. Bogart yeah, thing. Or, or maybe something. even a, uh, a Groucho Marx thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to say. <laughs> and also, how about the poor Cobra soldier who gets slammed by that door when Quick Kick enters the room in oh, a yeah. true naked gun-like moment? He's, he's mm-hmm. dead. He dead. You think he's dead? I think he brought, I think he has like serious internal bleeding. That's like a heavy-ass door. <laughs> and the door hits flush against the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's got some broke... Like, I think it broke his ribs that then punctured his lung. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Guys, that's three confirmed kills in this episode. <laughs> Uh, so Cobra Commander gets swept away by tentacles to, in theory, you know... Get some tentacle porn. Do things to mm. him. So it's got to be kind of exciting, I guess, in some mm. weird yeah. way. Yeah. You know. It's probably the only intimacy he'll ever really be able to have. <laughs> well, he gets shot out of the airlock. So uh, thankfully, there's three Cobra eels. So when Cobra... This is the thing. Is so they des- the Cobras decide... Uh, Tomax, Zamot, Baroness, Destro decide that they're going to now move in on the operation because the sea serpent's been destroyed. So they go down there to kind of recollect the sea serpent, mm-hmm. but the eels show up there. Cobra Commander pops out of the airlock, and they're like, ah, good enough. We'll just take Cobra Commander back with us. Sure. Kind sure. of abandon the mission, like, Plus immediately. Plus, they left all that gold. Yeah. I'm saying if I'm watching this on the news, I'd be like, uh, I'm going to go down there and dive for some gold. Right? <laughs> well, G.I. Joe, like, pulls the sea serpent back up to the surface again, and, like, everybody's saved. Everybody's free. Mm-hmm. We're happy. We've got we to wrap up this episode quick now, so let's mm-hmm. end with a, a, a photograph. Mm-hmm. Where the kid and the dog in the photograph get air like to an inhuman level. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be like Mike. It's like they got the magic shoes yeah. from that movie. Uh, and I, uh, I was actually, it made me chuckle a little bit. The uh, the last line. Say cheese dip. Say cheese dip. Say cheese dip. You dip. Do you remember saying uh, using dip as uh, oh, that's like an insult? as an insult? Oh, oh. Okay. I remember those signs you that say dip, dip in road. Uh, I'm yep. going to start looking for bazooka sitting on the curb. Absolutely, <laughs> from oh this God. point forward. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. So, but that's basically the end of the episode, right there. Yep. Everybody takes a picture. We're happy. Uh, the U.S. has recovered a colossal amount of gold. I mean, tens of billions of dollars sure. worth of gold, unless I'm mistaken. I'm guessing that they probably have to give back to the shippers that they sold, that they stole it from. Hell no, eminent Why, domain. How would you be able to tell those I'm just saying, apart? it seems like they collected so much money and gold that nobody should have to pay their taxes in the year 1986. Here's the thing. Um, that was why the Reagan era was so great. Uh, Everyone uh, thriving. Oh wait, that was when the Everyone crash happened. making money. <laughs> uh, Until are, 1986. Are you aware that the total amount of gold that has been mined in the history of humankind was in the sea serpent can be fit into three barns three barns three barns like how big a barn though barns can be very large i mean i'm just saying your average size barn when you think about what would you consider to be an average size barn like the size like a a season two walking dead zombies in the barn barn. yeah like maybe two townhouses Mm -hmm. i just i feel like if it's not olympic swimming pools i don't understand the measurement sure i would say i really understand uh, that either one fifth of a olympic size swimming pool Oh, okay so one olympic size swimming pool can fit all the gold in the entire world uh yes somebody tell ed mcmahon I feel like there's uh, still collecting uh, it. There's uh, um, around 165,000 metric tons. Um, so is it just being? Pa- is it just the same gold that keeps being passed around? I feel yes, uh, but also I think there's like a bunch of other metals in there. Oh. Uh, maybe that's what they're doing. They're sorting like, well, there's aluminum. Uh, this one's iron. This yeah. one's gold. This one. I mean, maybe that's how they got. They filled up Fort Knox so good for that train episode. Mm. Well, that happened before this. I mean, in theory, yeah. we could be jumping a timeline here. 
Uh, Gina, did we pass the Bechtel test today? We did not. Yeah, it felt like we were not going to. There were some bikini ladies that we saw, and the sea serpent was a woman, but no. <laughs> the sea didn't. serpent was a woman? Okay, technically. So if Lady J had just spoken to the sea serpent, we might be okay here. <laughs> they had a whole conversation. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, that's very unfortunate right there. Well, we are we are way long on time right now, because there's just so much to talk about in this episode, we're guys. actually way under. Uh, really? Yeah. Don't tell over. him that. It'll go on for the next Guys, I got another 20-minute oh, treatise on Dr. Is, Braxton yeah, I'd like to talk about. Yeah, we've been here for a long-ass time. <laughs> I've got things to do. Oh. Well, in any case, guys, we're gonna, we should get out of here anyway. That was Bazooka Saw Sea Serpent. If you liked what you heard, or even if you didn't, go on iTunes, give us a five-star review, because we deserve it. I'm going to chill for that. And no, and then we're going to go on Facebook, find us at facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Till then, any other final notes on Bazooka Saw Sea Serpent before we kind of put it to bed? Gina has lost her mind. She is now wearing her her, her uh, headphones as uh, goggles. As, no cheek warmers. I cheek think. warmers. I'm not really sure. She looks like uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. <laughs> it's not a it's not a thing. Help so uh, we'll, <laughs> we get to this level in a GI Joe episode, and Gina slowly loses her mind. That's that's, that's par for the course, guys. Uh, in any case, uh, th- tune in next week. We're going to wrap up this episode and go on to the Excalibur episode, the, the oh, sword boy. episode. Spoiler alert. Oh, it's, one of my favorite movies of all time. And one of my favorite episodes of G.I. Joe of all time. Oh, we'll Oddly see how enough. One of my favorite up. Disneyland attractions of all time. And one of my favorite hotels in Las Vegas of all time. <laughs> any more that we can pull? No. From? Well, then, until then, uh, I am Ray Stacanus. You can find me on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm Robert Chan at 999 RPMs. I'm Gina Ippolito, and I'm at Gina Ippy. And uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Bazooka saw a sea serpent, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Good night, everybody. You could have said podcast, Ray. Oh. oh. I missed an opportunity, guys. Good night. I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. GuttingTheSacredCow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.